Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, Peter Schrager's been working at Fox for a long time, covering the league. He once authored a New York Times bestselling book about the New York Giants out of the blue, so he knows the Giants. So I've been, I've been saying that Greg Cosell came on an hour ago, and he said, you know, as much as people don't like Daniel Jones, he's a better version of Alex Smith. He's bigger, he's got a stronger arm, and he's got a, you know, he's got tight end now that can play running back. He said, if you like Alex Smith a little, you should like Daniel Jones more. And I thought, that's an, that makes me like Daniel Jones more. There's a sense they're going to peel back this year. And I'm like, I don't know. NFC's pretty wonky. What is your take right now on where the Giants are? Well, they're really happy, Colin. They're kind of lying in the weeds right now where no one's talking about them as that third team. Everyone's got the Eagles, the 49ers, and it's usually the Cowboys or there's some people who are like the Lions. No one's talking about the Giants. They're happy with that. What the key is, and Waller's been great, and they're happy about Paris Campbell and some of the other young players on the outside, including Jalen Hyatt. They really like their offensive line right now. And when I say that, they've got Andrew Thomas on one side, who they just give a mega deal to. They they got Evan Neal on the other, and they've got this young rookie and John Michael Schmitz, who they love at center. So they feel like they've got a young offensive line, and they've got all the players coming back from last year, and they're still playing a third-place schedule from their division. So the Giants, they don't toot their own horn. You know how they go about their business. This is all about team first, and it's not about rah-rah, and the Saquon stuff might have been ugly at times. But everybody's back. They think everyone's going to be healthy. And they were a playoff team last year who won a game. They were in the final eight last year. So Giants, they consider themselves a playoff team. Whether or not we in the media do, uh, that's another story. So Corey Davis leaves. So now you have Garrett Wilson, a 23-year-old number one. Lazard's more of a three. He'll be moved up to a two. Hardman, Andy Reid bailed on. Tight end's not terribly productive. But they've got some cap space here with Corey Davis leaving. So my takeaway is... Mike Evans, Van Jefferson, uh, Tuesday's cut day. 19 million bucks is something, Shrags. Do they go out and get a receiver, the Jets? 
They might, and that was the whole point when Rodgers, you know, gave up that money that you can go get a Dalvin Cook and it's not going to completely set you off the rails. Now you've got some more money to play with. They really like this kid number 16, Jason Brownlee. And I know that's not uh, the first name you wake up to listening to on The Herd, Jason Brownlee. But he's a tall, undrafted kid, six foot two. They believe he's going to be in the rotation. He'll likely make the team. They still have Cobb and Lazard. Still have Hardman, who's a two-time Super Bowl champion, and whether or not Andy Reid didn't want to pay him big money, still one of the fastest players in the NFL and is still a deep threat. And they believe Garrett Wilson could be one of these elite wide receivers. So I don't think there's a great urgency at wide receiver. I also don't think there's a great urgency at linebacker. A lot of people were like, why didn't the Jets go after Isaiah Simmons? Well, Jets didn't have to go after Isaiah Simmons. They like what they have. Jets have issues at offensive line, Colin. That's going to be the story of the season. If they can keep Rodgers upright, they'll be relevant. If they can't, goodbye. Yeah. So, um, you know, with Jordan Love, I had somebody inside the building say, you know, he's more than capable of starting in this league. There's not a lot of juice. But young quarterbacks, um, you know, you got, here's, here's the advantage. Good coach, good O-line, good run game. And the NFC is up for grabs. So my takeaway is Jordan Love's going to work, but compared to Favre and Rodgers, it won't feel big. Is that fair? That it the, the Packers are just a really well-run business. They do quarterbacks well. They that he has had 18 preseason dropbacks and zero pressures. That is so Green Bay. My guess is it's going to work. It's just there's not going to be a lot of wow there. Is that what you hear? Is yeah, that your I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I've spoken to a lot of people in Green Bay, speaking to a lot of people who used to play for Green Bay, and it's like, we don't know. It, it, he's a great kid, but that doesn't do you any good when it's, you know, third and ten and you're up against, uh, you know, a, a really good defense and we need a drive in the fourth quarter. No one knows, and they don't know. This is what I will say. Mark Murphy, the president of the team, said something really sneaky that really didn't make a lot of news. He said, now we're going to run Matt's offense. Which means they hired Matt LaFleur and they had a vision of the 49ers, Shanahan Tree, we're going to run the ball, we're going to do those things. And when he got to it, it's like, wait, we have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, we're not reinventing the wheel. Rodgers is really the one who's going to kind of figure things out on his own. And it was a mesh of the two offenses. This is going to be a run-first offense with a couple of really good young receivers that they like in Watson and Dobbs. But I can't look at you in the eye as a friend and a colleague for all this time and tell you, no, Jordan loves the real deal. No one can. We don't know. This is his fourth year. We should know by very soon whether he's got it or not. This can't be like, a, oh, he's young and he's raw. He's been waiting for three years for this opportunity. He's been handed the kingdom. He's got to be able to do it, and he's got to be able to do it right out of the gates. It, it's interesting. The um, There was a story that we, Jason and I had both confirmed through different sources that the Rams did try to rework Stafford's deal, and the Rams kind of pushed back on it, but then Stafford came out and said, yeah, they tried to. So they couldn't. They had to move off some pieces. So it's a bit of a rebuild year. Not, not a bit. It is. Um but, but it's interesting with Stafford because recency bias is a real thing. I'm guilty all the time. I'm emotional. A year ago, Stafford's throwing for you know over 5,000 yards, and they are he looks fantastic. A little reckless, but fantastic. Now, O-line disintegrates. We think he's retiring. What, what is the vibe around Stafford in the building? Like, is he around? Are okay. they going to draft a quarterback next? Where are they on Stafford? Look, if everything goes terribly and this team is a two-win team and a three-win team, of course they're going to consider quarterback. And all I can say is what I'm hearing from 
<laughs> the people that matter in the organization. The people that matter say Matthew Stafford looks better now than he has any time he's a Ram, including his first season there when they went and won the Super Bowl, when we're talking about August, how he looks. That's August. This team is so thin at every position on the, the roster. This is not the Super Bowl team. It's not. But it still does have Matthew Stafford. Still does have Cooper Cup, who is healthy and going to play uh, this week, or he's at least been practicing against Denver. Still has Aaron Donald, who's not with the team right now, but that's because he's having a kid, and Aaron Donald is in great shape and ready to go. So, like, you have those three, and then you need to have a 2-2 Atwell step up. And I know fantasy drafts are coming this weekend, and no one's looking at the Rams. Draft 2-2 Atwell in the last round. Let me tell you something. They drafted him in the second round, and he's playing well, and he's got a big role. You might need a a player on defense who hasn't made a big name yet step up. This is going to come down to those three veterans. It's going to come down to Stafford. It's going to come down to Donald. It's going to come down to Cup. And then a bunch of guys stepping up. But I can tell you right now, going into the season, they are not a defeated team. They are not a team that's in rebuild mode. If they were, those three guys would not be on the roster. So uh, I have to ask, it's almost obligatory, um, because we work with Sean Payton, and he was such a good teammate. That I did, I did think there was a little something shrug that was a moment. So in that first preseason game, they sent him into the second quarter. So he's telling you mm-hmm. it ain't right. Then I watched last week's game, and the, uh, Greg Papa was the play-by-play guy, and you know he was like, "Hey, he's going to play some tonight." Very quickly, they pulled Russell out, and my takeaway was Sean saw the juice with Russell. It's like, let's get him out. We're ready to go. And, I, and I, when I watched Russell, my takeaway was, oh, he looks elusive again. And Sean saw it, and it was like, we're good. Let's get to game one. So my takeaway is that's substantial, how much you play somebody, how you don't play. I think Denver, I worried about him two weeks ago. I kind of think they're in a better place today. What's your read? I, I would never doubt Sean. So you and I could go behind the curtain, break the fourth wall. We both had great experiences last year with Sean Payton. I worked with him every Sunday. He would come on your show every Monday. He would open up the book. He would tell us everything. He was candid. He was great. I have kept in touch with him throughout this offseason. I talk to him very often. He is so excited, so invigorated. Russ is 15 pounds lighter. That was a decision by Russ, and that is confirmed. 15 pounds, not 5 pounds, not that. 15 pounds lighter, and part of it is because they want Russ to be able to move a little bit better than he was last year. But gosh, you see that stuff from today. Jerry Judy went down with an injury. Tim Patrick's gone. Like, I don't know if the roster's there for them to compete in that AFC West yet. I'm thinking Sean Payton going into the season believes they're a playoff team. It is such a loaded AFC. And I say this on the NFL Network Morning Show, and you can do it with Jason if you want. There are 16 AFC teams. Only seven of them can make the playoffs. When you start rattling off those names real quick, they go quick. Like, we know the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Jaguars likely are the favorites in their divisions. You only get three wild cards. So if you take Denver, you can't take the Jets, the Dolphins, and another team. If you take the Steelers, you can't take the Dolphins, the Broncos, and team. My point is this. It's a loaded AFC. It's really competitive. And I don't know if this team is a playoff team, but gosh, if there's one coach that has his guys believing, it is Coach Payton. I can't wait. Do you have a team, Shregs, um... I, 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 it was Carolina, and I think I've backtracked. They've just gotten overwhelmed in preseason. Like, like early, I'm, a team we like. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. People are trying to talk me into Atlanta. Is there a team? Kind of a we we say it every year. A double the win total team. They win four, they go to eight, five to ten. Is there a team you look at and you think mm. people are sleeping on them? Some think it's Atlanta, which could very well be. I I don't see it, but is there a team for you like that? 
Yeah, every year there's a team that goes worse than first. I don't know if it's a double the win total team. These are two teams that I, everything I've heard from, that these teams are going to be really good. The Seattle Seahawks are going to be really good this year. And I know that's they were a playoff team last year. But when everyone just hands the division title to the San Francisco 49ers, I would say hold off. Seattle added a lot, gets a lot back from injury, including Jordan Brooks and Jamal Adams, and had two first-round picks that were you know, universally top 10 guys, and they're one of the best coach teams in the league. I think Seattle might be my team that I'm like, okay, I know they're not double the win total team, but why are we not talking about Seattle as the NFC champion team? So that's one of them. And then the second one, I think the Bears are going to be significantly better this year. I don't know about playoffs, but we talk about double the win total. I could see that happening. J-Mac. You see that? He likes them too. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. NFC's wide open. I, I know Philly's wide good. open. Philly will be good. San Francisco's got a lot of talent. What'd you say what now? Well, why don't you At- say it? Peter. How are you, bud? Uh, Colin is really up, down dude? on the Dallas Cowboys. Can you talk some sense into them? They've won 12 games two years in a row. What do you make on the Cowboys? Really, really good team. Really, really ready to go. Wide open NFC. Mike McCarthy is now coaching not only the whole head team coach as a health head coach, but he's also the offensive coordinator and calling the plays. I think Kellen Moore was a really good play caller. Yes. I just need to see this offense before I cash in on the Cowboys. There you go, little... Due diligence. So he's with me. <laughs> their their offense with Kellen Moore. Their, their, their offense with Kellen Moore was like sixth, first, and fourth. With Dak, who we don't consider Great. a wildly gifted arm talent. It's like I think Kellen Moore was. I'll r- be the first to say, 
Colin, I'll be the first to say, if they go and they win 12, 13 games, I will gladly vote for Mike McCarthy, Coach of the Year. He's got the skins on the wall. It's all that. I just haven't seen it yet. So let's see it, and then we can decide. So that's just too big of a factor for me to be like all in on the Cowboys. He's got a weekly podcast on the NFL with iHeart, Peter Schrager, Power Brokers, NFL Mover and Shakers, weekly podcast from the NFL and iHeart hosted by Schrags. Always Fox Sports NFL guy, our fave. Good seeing you, buddy. You're the best. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. See, that, that's my thing. We know coordinators matter. Vic Fangio, Kyle Shanahan. We know they matter. I, don't, I mean, I, uh, I think Kellen Moore is really good. Really good. Walks out the door, and now you're just saying, hey, Mike, go back. To, I don't love my NFL head coach, Colin Plays. Do you? I don't love that. I, I, you got you got to be a walk-around guy. Jimmy Johnson... Pete Carroll, Belichick, I don't want them, you know, in their prime calling plays. It doesn't feel right. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So there is some breaking news that oh. Schrager just attributed. Um, the Denver Broncos camp, scary moment. Jerry Judy carted off the field, oh grabbing his hamstring. Uh, according to one report, Judy was visibly upset and had trouble getting on and off the cart. Oh boy. Broncos, remember, they're already down a couple receivers. Yeah, uh, Tim Patrick, Achilles. K.J. Hamler was waived um, due to a heart issue. Um, uh, what's his name? Peyton recently said it's a hamstring injury, not the end of the world. But we know hamstrings, they can be two to four to six weeks, you know? Um you look at the wide receiver room, Cortland Sutton is still a, a stud. Um, Marvin Mims, young kid, I like a little more than the market out of, uh, I believe, Oklahoma. Uh, K.J. Hamler could come back. He could? Uh, well, the story I read, Tim Patrick Achilles, that could be out for the year. He's done for the year. But uh, K.J. Hamler, I think there's a possibility he comes back. Okay. So you see a couple names on there. Ca- uh, Callaway um, is a guy from New Orleans who Peyton has had previously. Yeah. Um, and obviously there's some familiarity with the offense. He could pop. But it's just one negative thing after another. This is back-to-back years. Wide receiver rooms had some issues in Denver. Um, it's not great. Cortland Sutton has been great at times, so I like him. He's had yeah. an injury, but he's he's really talented. Um, if you're on the gambling front, uh, I don't, I don't Broncos lo- were minus four in the opener. Um, Against who? Um, damn it. Who, oh, Raiders. So, you know, there's some of these groups in gambling who are, you know, they big money. They went heavy on the Denver Broncos this morning. I did piggyback them. The line's now five. Denver's now up to five against the And then the this happened. Well, this just happened in the last 20 minutes. The bet was earlier. Um, I don't know. Denver minus four. It, they're, they're a team that's like, ooh, do you want to touch them? I think it's still a bet on Sean Payton, right? Trusting Payton. He's always done great jobs with... You know, diminished rosters in New Orleans. Even when uh, Drew Brees was hurt, how, still how did you hear about this big group? Because I, the, the, where, where did you hear about this? I, I'm not gonna go into that. Um, but uh, yeah, so that happened this morning. Anyways, right. I'll tell you about it off air. Uh, next up, let's go to Deshaun Watson, who you're seemingly still curious mm. about. We'll see. He's entering his second season with the Browns and looking to regain his status as a top ten quarterback, which he was. Now in year two under Kevin Stefanski, Watson knows what he has to do to prove he could still be elite. I missed two years of football, so I shouldn't be in those rankings, to be honest. If you're asking me, I haven't played ball. I haven't played enough football the last few years to even be up there. 
So I got to go out there and prove and show what I can do to get back in those conversations. I'm self-driven. I want to be the best I can be for Deshaun Watson. I can't get caught up in the other guys and seeing what they're doing. And all of them are elite. That's fair. I'll be stunned if Watson isn't a top 10 quarterback this season. Stunned. He was amazing. Come on, man. You think, Clemson. You think and he's going to be a top 10 He was top 10 before stuff. all that stuff. That's a, look at these numbers, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I just He I, had Nuke Hopkins, but now he's got Amari Cooper. And when, Stefanski's yeah, a good offensive mind. In a couple years, I've seen Herbert, Trevor Lawrence... World's Burrow has now become a star. Oh yeah, Burrow passed on you. Mm. We'll see. Watson, Watson's a big unknown. Josh Allen. So sometimes, and this is tough. You've got to remove yourself from caring about the external stuff if you're just looking at the quarterback. I know that stuff is bad and ghastly in the lawsuits, but if you just look at him as a quarterback in Houston, he was phenomenal, man. Right? We would agree. He, was very he carried good. that playmaker. Team. Yeah. Final story: College football. Texas Longhorns entering their final season in the Big 12, set to join the SEC next year. Texas AD Chris Del Conte knows the team will have an even bigger target on their back this season, but wants the Longhorns to use that as motivation. We know we have to embrace the hate this year. Everyone in the Big 12 is mad at us. They think we broke up the Big 12. They think we broke up the Pac-12 because we left. We left for what's right for the University of Texas. And this is, that was my job. That's our job as leadership is to protect the brand and put ourselves in the best position to be successful. So we know we have the t-shirts we gave all of our staff and kids embrace the hate. That's our mantra this year. At the same time, it's the farewell tour. And our goal is we have, we won 12 big 12 championships last year, the year before we won 13. Our goal is to win all 20. People, you, you got to get over loyalty in sports. Texas and Oklahoma bailed on their brethren USC, UCLA, bail on Stanford and Cal. Washington bails on Washington State, Oregon on Oregon State. D. Wade and LeBron are best friends. LeBron bails on him. There's loyalty to family, and then there's sports loyalty. You do what's best to win games and keep the revenue flowing. I I, I know you don't want to hear it from harsh Uncle Colin. <laughs> loyalty in sports is nonsense. You do what is best to keep the revenue rolling and Texas made the right move because it got increasingly hard for Texas to sell to their biggest boosters, Iowa State and Kansas <laughs> State. The minute they announce the SEC, they can double the ticket prices and the suite prices for Georgia, Bama, LSU, and Florida. Yeah. And they did what was best for Texas. So, you know, this whole loyalty thing, you got schools with 100-year rivalries and they're like, bye, yeah. Don't, don't, uh, Derek Jeter, if the Yankees' Derek Jeter was perfect. But, you know, I mean, if, if, if and they, it ended perfectly. That is so rare. Very it rare. doesn't end like that. Um, do you want to guess the Texas-Alabama line, which is a really good game coming up on September 9th? Alabama. It in February, so. Alabama minus two and a half. Woo! So it is. It opened at eight. I'm seeing, and it's now eight. down to Alabama favored by seven at home. I would against, take Texas. I, yeah. I, wouldn't I? Yeah, Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers. Well, it's good just, that's a lot of points. Eight. Now it is in Alabama, but they don't have a quarterback. Well, that's the thing. This is a weird Alabama season. You know, there's some people saying, "Hey, they could they could be a three or a four loss team." Have they, has Bama even named a starting quarterback yet? I don't, don't think know. they have. Sark going into uh, Alabama. That's gonna be an amazing game. I think it's in. 
Is it same weekend as NFL? Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing here uh, on the 9th. That's going to be good. Yeah, I think Alabama... Quinn Ewers has struggled against good teams, so I take Alabama. Seven's a lot. Ewers was great against them until he got hurt in that game. I'm going to go ahead and call my shot. I'm going Texas money line in that one. You think they beat him? I think they'll win. I'm all, I'm all in on Ewers. I, you know, Feldman was here hyping Ewers a lot. If you uh, Was that this week or last week? Well, I he got his hair cut and he's eating better. That's everything. Well, it's <laughs> something. Huge, yeah. When you're young and you're eating Hot Pockets and Slurpees and then somebody says, hey, get your act together, yours came out and said, I feel better, I have more energy. It's something. Well, he sees what's next, the NFL. Like, that's on the horizon, dude. Get clean, your act together, clean it up. Clean it up. Yeah. Three words, clean it up. Uh, Jay Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can bring out a whole new you. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Herd. 10% off your first month of online therapy. BetterHelp. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next the amex dedicated card member entrance for the win unbelievable when you get travel perks with amex platinum you're part of the action that's the powerful backing of american express Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. 
As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. College football is finally here. J-Mac's been here all day. Used to be a newspaper guy, did headlines for a living, kicked that career to the curb, but we brought him over here and he still makes headlines and we call it tomorrow's headlines today. He predicts in college football this weekend, USC has a game against San Jose State, mm. Notre Dame plays Navy, oh. so we got some college football headlines. Ready to go? Yes, sir. Tomorrow's headlines today. What's the first headline for a college football playoff? All right, so we're going to go with four teams that make the playoff. This team's kind of been under the radar since losing a star quarterback who you love to the NFL, but they're back, baby. The headline will be Dabo knows football. Clemson Tigers, Colin, they are in great shape to go back to the playoff. I look at their schedule. Are you kidding me? I mean, they're playing nobody. You know, basically, uh, you schedule a title now, and, like, their toughest games in the ACC are always easy. And when you get them at home, it's doubly easy. Clemson's going back to the playoffs. I don't love their quarterback. I did like DJ before they, you know, he moved on to Oregon State. But they're running back Shipley, fringe Heisman contender. But I like Clemson to get back to the playoff. All right. Tomorrow's headlines today. What's the second headline for the college football playoff? So going back-to-back is impressive. Nobody thinks you could do a three-peat. When when was the last time a three-peat happened? Like the 30s, the 40s? The headline will be breakfast at Sniffany's. Bulldogs (laughs) find familiar scent. Listen, it's going to be tough to three-peat for Georgia, but again, the schedule, Colin. They don't play Alabama in the regular season. They also do not face LSU. They are going to be double-digit favorites in every single game, probably two touchdown favorites except one. The game at Tennessee, which will be interesting. They'll yeah. be favored still by like seven, eight, or nine. Um, but again, Georgia, this team's just a machine. They're actually, if you look at their roster, it's probably a better roster than last season. Wow. They're going to be very good. Georgia's going back to the playoff. Yeah. Have to replace Stetson Bennett, but they it's Georgia. They'll have yeah, a quarterback. It's not Trevor Lawrence, okay? <laughs> Tomorrow's headlines today. What's the third headline for the college football playoff? We've probably spent more time talking about this team in the last month than any because you uh, you seem to like them a lot. The headline will be, take a Michigander at this. The Wolverines are balling out. I like Michigan a lot this <laughs> so, year. So do I. When I did go to Vegas uh, recently to play some futures bets, this was the one team I bet to win the Natty. Again, I, I love the, the running back room. It's probably the best in the country. Blake Corum is back. Edwards He's, is very good. Yeah, Corum's I like really the quarterback good. a lot. Offensive line is all seniors or grad transfers. Colin, this is a veteran team. They're going to maul people. And again, not to harp on the schedule. I mean, their first six games are like just automatic victories. They do have a bit of a tough stretch. You know, they do host Ohio State, which is a big one. They also have to go on the road for one tough game. But other than that, you know, I think they should be good. I've got Michigan in the playoff. You know what? All those Harbaugh doubters. Yeah. Crickets. It's like there's a power outage on all their uh, 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 processors and their computers. They can't get online. Patience is tough. People want it now. They want results immediately. And, you know, Harbaugh took a little while, but they've they've turned this thing around. He won 10 games in his first year. But as he discovered, uh, the speed wasn't good enough to beat the teams down south. And so, you know, and by the way, it's okay to lose to Ohio State. It took him a while to get the staff right and the people right. But all the Harbaugh critics awfully quiet now. 
Tomorrow's headlines today. What's the last headline for the college football playoff? So I didn't know if I should go with two teams from the Big Ten. I thought about Ohio State. You know, is there a sleeper out there? Um, So I deferred to you, my guy. The headline will be, now USC me, now you don't. (laughs) Trojans make doubters disappear. Colin, it's tough not to like Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley, what they're building there. Yes, the defense was very porous last year, but they're going to they're gonna be fine defensively. And again, I want to look at the schedule. The only hiccup, back-to-back Notre Dame-Utah. That's going to be tough to win well, both those. They, you know, Oregon-Washington are pretty good. Yeah, well, no, Washington's good, and Oregon it should be tough. But th- I think on paper, offensively, this is going to be the best team in the division. I really like them a lot. Um, and I kind of want to see Caleb Williams make a run to the playoff. And they've been healthy through camp. They have uh, their skill positions, tight end, wide receiver, and running back now are really yeah. not only good, they're like SEC deep. They does got anybody like multiple do, Sunday guys. Does anybody do offense right now better than Lincoln Riley in college football? No, I don't you think so. You just watch the stuff because he's dialing up. People like, say Ryan Day, but they've kind of lost their way. I mean, they... I don't. They don't. I don't even know what the numbers are. I feel like they're just so gifted at wide receiver. Yeah. They're a little bit more finesse than Ohio State would like to be. I mean, but the receivers are so know, good. You have to throw to them. Stroud, Harrison, Olave, Wilson. Oh like, my God. I mean, three of those four guys are gone now. We'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll be good again. Um, but I don't think they'll be as good as Michigan, Ohio State. I, I just don't think so. Finally, what will the headline be? Tomorrow's headlines today. For the Heisman winner. I can't go back-to-back Caleb Woods. I just can't do it. Back-to-back is very rare in Heisman. It's tough. So I'm going to go with who I think is the best player on the best team. The headline will be, it's McCarthy. I can heist if I want to. (laughs) J.J. McCarthy, uh, not a great singer, of Michigan. I think he takes home the Heisman. I'm sure I'm going to be just – people are going to unload on me for this prediction because there's a lot of guys ahead of him in the – if you look at the odds to win the Heisman. But, Colin – between this offensive line, the running back room, the schedule, he's going to have a great season. And I know he was just unbelievably bad against TCU with the pick sixes, and it cost him. But he was as bad as he was in that game. He was excellent against Ohio State. Yeah, I don't. In he's kind a of little, a tough atmosphere, he's a little hit and miss for me. I, I like him sometimes. If I recall, he holds on to the ball a little long for me. Like he just sits in the pot. Like kid, let her rip. There's something there. I, but NFL, I, I'm interested to see what happens to him because is he an NFL quarterback? He's a little small. He's he, considered an NFL quarterback. How, yeah, however, yeah. like he doesn't have the pressure of can he win the starting job. Remember last year, it was like him and the other guy early, and then he wanted out. Now he goes in. You're the guy. This is your offense. I'll, I'll I think he's you, the best player on the best team. I'll give you a Heisman guy. Uh, it's hard to win maybe at wide receiver, but Harrison – Marvin Harrison's kid, the the receiver for uh, Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah. I think he's the best college receiver I've seen since Randy Moss. Wow. Calvin Johnson was really good at Georgia Tech, yeah. but Georgia Tech at that time didn't throw the ball particularly well. I mean, you had uh, A.J. Green at Georgia was phenomenal. Julio Jones at Bama. No, Julio Jones was great. Remember the Falcons gave up a bunch of picks to get a yeah, receiver? Yeah. And everybody banged on it, but he was great for 10 years. Harrison's insane. It, it, I mean, I think Devontae Smith won it a couple years ago with Bama. It's tough for receivers to win the Heisman. Um, but Devontae it, Smith was not fragile, but he was thin. Like, I worried about his body. Like, Harrison's big, strong, fast catches. Like, I, I don't – I mean, if Harrison was in the NFL this minute, I don't think there's 
eight receivers better than him. He will, oh, he'll walk oh, into the um, NFL and be a he'll be Jamar Chase, but better if he gets a decent quarterback. And they listen if he, he is doesn't great. Did he get a, was it a concussion? He had some type of injury against Georgia. If he, he got, doesn't get hurt, yeah, he got, I think it was a play in the end zone. It was right? a back of the end zone yeah. play. I thought Ohio State was better than Georgia that day. I yeah. thought they were. They just they didn't win, but. When I watched that game, I felt like Ohio State was the better team. That was the it's game just, where Stroud looked. I mean, he looked awesome. You're like, wow, C.J. Stroud, holy cow, running yeah. all around. and That was one of the better games. You know, and it was funny because they lost to Michigan, and everybody just buried Ohio State. Yeah. And the kids heard it, and the staff heard it. And then I thought they played one of the best. Forget the winning and losing. I thought that was about as well as Ohio State had played in years. They were better than Georgia, which almost nobody has been for three years. But yeah. they went out there on a game day, and you're like, oh, they're going toe-to-toe. They're giving Georgia fits. Those two college football semifinal games, the TCU-Michigan was un- I'm just – I think there was like, what, uh, 60 points in the second half? Something unbelievable. But those two games are – college football is, is very exciting. And by the way, after week zero, which is okay, the first two weeks – are pretty damn good. There's some big games on the slate. Yeah, the, um, by the way, this is a prime example. So, you know, the Pac-12 conference dissolved, right? This is the last year. Go try to find the USC San Jose State game on TV. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. So Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, USC LA market. Try to find it in your cable outlet. Try to find that game. I guarantee you, Go look at what ESPN's airing and what other networks are airing. You'll have easier access to watch regional state schools. Go find out where USC's playing San Jose State. Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley. I'm just interested. I'm just interested. If you want to know why the – I said this years ago. I remember sitting in a bar in Connecticut, and this is when Pete Carroll was at USC a long time ago. And I was in, uh, it was like a, it was like a chicken wings bar, beer and chicken wings place. Everybody went to in Connecticut and I'm with a buddy and, um, USC was literally top of the world and they were playing cow. I think like eight TVs could not get the game. And I think they were number one in the nation. And I turned to a buddy. I'm like, I'm a pack 12, Duke football was on the TV. (laughs) I remember that like Duke football was on one of the TVs and I'm like, when you're out west, you could always get a Big East basketball game. I always get Clemson on TV. You go out east, USC and the Pac-12 don't even exist. So if you want to know, everybody's about loyalty. If you want to know why the Pac-12 died, they hired a guy from the tennis network to run the Pac-12. And the truth of the matter is, you know, we Pac-12 was good in a lot of sports, not football. It went down the tube. But that was always my takeaway is if you want to know why USC – sort of spearheaded it, that was it. They're like, we have the biggest brand, all these national title games. Why are we beating why are we being treated like Washington State? Like Alabama gets treated differently than Missouri, right? In the SEC. It's understood. They'll speak first at the SEC media days. So but but it'll it'd be interesting this weekend because Lincoln Riley's high profile, Caleb Williams is high profile. I was looking last night to see where I can watch it. Maybe maybe my eyes were fuzzy. I do have I'm all clogged up. Maybe I was loony last night. All right. Got through it. Is first things first on today after us? Are they? Yeah, they are. All right. Well, you know, it's August. There's a lot of moving parts here, a lot of stuff to unpack. J Mac, good luck tomorrow. He is a fatalist. You're gonna be fine. Looking forward to it. Keep in touch. It's the herd.
<laughs> it's Freddie Prinz Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories.